0: Greetings Traveller, it's good to see you're doing well. Today we discuss whether our gladiators here at the Nerd Again should have their own professional stay, or if they should stay in their amateur zone. We believe in all of our gladiators here at the Nerd Again. We'll dive into that a little further. As far as everything else goes, we must leave you here. Us champions here at the Nerd Again have a quest to go upon and we will discuss that at your next stay. Other than that, Welcome back in, traveler. There's always hope for you here.
1: <laughs> so before we get into anything, uh, Noel, I think you are going to get called out in this episode. So, Thomas, what happened?
2: So, no. your boy got into physical therapy school.
3: <laughs> Can we round of applause, gentlemen? Applause, there we go.
1: So what does that Attaboy. mean for Noel?
2: So, Noel, you told me that when I got into physical therapy school, you come out to the bars with me.
1: <laughs> on the following weekend.
2: Yeah, so... Fuck um,
3: me. No, no, what we're doing tonight. So, and
1: on top of that, uh, I'm in the area so we don't have to plan it out.
3: Uh, I, it's, I think something came... Uh, Caitlyn and I, we have something planned, huh? Yeah, yeah we, we have something planned. I'm yeah, pretty you're sure. both
1: coming
2: out tonight to go
1: party. <laughs> all, right,
3: well, all right, well, we have plans now. No, Now we know what we're doing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my God. Let's go.
2: <laughs> get your cat sitter. We're going to poverty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's
3: what I get for not keeping my mouth <laughs> shut. <yet. laughs>
0: Important thing to announce boys what do we all have now We all
3: have our
1: own mics
3: hey. Hell We yeah. have our own yeah. mics we're official now It's not, about not to wild. Lie. I'm going to I'm going to miss staring into Andrew's eyes They're, yeah through his They're, soul They were hard to stare at anyway <laughs> 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 Got him <'em. laughs> hey. I grog up in
1: this bitch <laughs> But so Noel you making that or making that statement to Thomas and you there like I just need to keep my mouth shut does that just mean that you didn't have confidence that he would get
3: into no I, I i need to i need to not put myself out there for going out that's the thing <laughs> that's why i fucked up i was like god damn it the moral Thomas, is don't oh, make a bed you don't want to keep drink. exactly uh, yeah, yeah. I, well nope, i mean you're
2: drinking tonight i got dog, dog you should have i when i found out like legit just lost my shit
3: yeah like, how was that it, it, it was like i was at
2: me. my therapy office and like i will like I like go like treat patients but you know there'll be times where like my pt's in the eval so i'll go check my phone
3: oh so, you, so hold on on company time you're on the phone all right yeah, hopefully thanks. they don't hear this <laughs> oh, Dude, they know it they,
2: they <laughs> came in there and they're just chilling <laughs> with me but like before but, you go any further what school is it it's george fox university tell us about it man. in man. newburgh on. Oregon.
3: yeah
1: man <laughs> okay
2: so i i, I kind of got the sense it's kind of like chico it's like it's very naturey you know i really like the chico's whole, naturey yeah like it's chico state City of city you know of trees. just like the whole trees everywhere i think the only thing i didn't really like about it or the only thing i didn't really like about it is that it's always like kind of gloomy like it's always raining or snowing it's definitely but, more green there yeah so yeah but, so we give
1: thomas like two years there he'll be
4: white when he comes back that's oh, what yeah.
2: i'm saying i'm like i'm like i'm gonna definitely lose my tan it's your brother beach
4: <laughs> yeah that's true you can't get a tan on it but you know it's by the beach yeah go He's get a tan. Song, maybe
3: so with t-minus what how long until you you're taking so, off so probably in august august yeah all right well we, we got you until then for sure oh yeah and then yeah. you're yeah.
1: still gonna be a part of this or you're gonna dab out
3: We'll have to see. We'll see. Let's see. We'll see. <laughs> but, Can we if you, di- if you develop a fan base, uh, you're going to break a lot of hearts. And you have to stay then. <laughs> That's true. I mean, what's we'll new? You're breaking hearts anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he uh, wishes. All right. Well, hey, guys, I want to talk to you guys about the car. So right. the car should have been here. It is the 15th today. We were told it'd be done on the 14th. I said this in the last episode. They didn't even call us, so I called them. Um, the heating element's not here. So, there's no... So, yeah. So, now it's through the weekend. It probably aren't going to work President's Day. So, it's all Monday. So, probably Tuesday, Wednesday. This fucking rat. Oh, my God, dude. It's been... It's still, to this day, wrecked. And it's going to be probably a full month without a, a, being one car less. So, Oof. luckily, I only where I work is only three blocks away so it's not that big of a deal yeah but still I mean damn oh dude it's annoying yeah my then my mom she let me borrow her car the little beater it broke down
1: (laughs) (laughs) damn you're just having shit luck with cars aren't you yeah
3: yeah so right now we're borrowing Caitlyn's sister's car shout out to Mimi and that one's getting us around just nice yeah that one's getting around just nice so it's we're getting around, but I'm getting tired of asking for cars and this and that. You know. And then the truck that we have is a freaking gas guzzler. Oh. I mean, you know, a you know, V8, big old thing. you know. So it is what it is. But anyways, it was Valentine's Day yesterday. G- did anybody do anything? Oh, dude, that Chipotle burrito I took on a date. <laughs> she did not make it through the night.
2: <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, that barbell.
1: Whew, yeah. Let's just say I got a pump. <laughs> I was just going to say that I had a nice slow dance with my drink. That's about
3: it. So, I, I, I hung out with my girlfriend. <laughs> Just oh. letting you guys know. Wow. I actually, I, guess, <laughs> I, I actually did something. So, I got her a few things. She's, like, rocking her pretty cool Fitbit Versa 2. Show it off. Show it Damn. off. Yes. Yes. All right. Damn. Damn, yes. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> got a few other things. So, you know, it was cool. It was good. We went out to eat. We went to the escape room. You guys heard of the escape oh, room? yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. you go to the one in Chico?
3: Yeah. Nice. So it's So, it's over by, it's, like, the north part of Chico. But... You get put in a room, dude, and it's it's like in a little office like setting. But dude, the clues are crazy. You got to go through the books. You gotta. They they were talking about what year was the Berlin Wall? What year did it fall?
1: Somewhere in the eighties.
3: Yeah, in the eighties. So you have to find out like the year Pac Man was made, the year this movie came out, the year you know Atari came out, and then put all the cups in order. And in it are letters. The letters were gonna give you a combination. So you needed to go through things inside that would give you the dates. It was. Fucking nuts! But then we ended up going into eventually into a secret room because we were trying to open up a cabinet. Well, you open it up finally when you get the combinations from a bunch of other puzzles, and then you go into another secret room. It opens and you walk in. It's fucking. It was sick. And they have to (laughs) rearrange like the paintings. We we got to do nerds and iron. Did did you have
1: like one dumb person quotations in the group that just kept fucking up more than they helped?
3: (laughs) Uh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, no. But then what sucks is they want to fill up the slots so then you end up being in there with strangers and there was oh. this couple and it was, it was just kind of weird like hey the guy was actually kind of smart but it's like eh, they like as soon as we started they kind of went off and did their own thing and you have to communicate you know you get clues and you like throwing them at each other and stuff we got to do it though uh, it's it's a lot a lot of fun it's only it's only 30 bucks a person so we do that we'll let's turn into a date night what, let's oh see, my gosh <laughs> so I, here's how i think that's
1: going to go chris is going to be they're trying to figure it out you and i are going to be sitting there thinking mapping it out and thomas is going to just be like fucking with everything <laughs> yeah, taking down pictures <laughs>
3: this is not a prop and then,
1: and, then if, and then if things get dark like you know lights get dim you're gonna have miguel making all these weird ass voices trying to freak everybody out
3: yeah so what's cool is you end up getting um you get a walkie talkie you only get three tip you get three hints so, when you need one, you just get the walkie-talkie and say, I need a hint. But they're watching you the entire time. There's mics everywhere, so they're hearing everything, too. So, yeah. I'm
1: thinking, like, the employees probably are sitting there watching, like, ah, they're
3: so No, no, dumb. No, 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 no. What I <laughs> happening is because she'll say something like, uh, make sure you put the pictures in the correct order. And there's a thing that says core and then rect. And then there's a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of uh, pictures. And it says, huh. if, if there's even number, odd number of pictures, you're supposed to, you know, it's... Bruce is not a, or what the fuck's the name? Whatever the, the thing's name is, is a, it's not an animal or it is an animal. It turned out to be a banjo. I just gave it away for anybody that has that one. But, <laughs> boy, what, I suck. Know, right? but uh, it was fun. It was, it was, it was like going down like 10 seconds left. Like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's this and these are the things and we got it wrong. Oh. Oh, you yeah. failed. It was a 35% completion rate yeah so it was a, how long it was, was it an hour an need hour an hour it. Oh, but man that? the time flies oh, really? it's hard <laughs> to get it going so what we need to do is um find a tape and mm-hmm. then we found a cassette and then right there you you click on it and you listen to the tape and then it says it's some old lady you know you're because you're getting the inheritance from some old lady and it says oh you're supposed to go and you, i suggest you start cleaning at the coffee table we're like the coffee table. We start going in. That's <laughs> that's where the cups are and the cups we saw the Yeah, it was crazy. It was mm. a lot of fun though. We should do it.
1: Um, Again, I, I just feel like the employees are watching and like for front desk, you'll have a bunch of employees just be like, yeah, he's an asshole or like, yeah, these, no, these no, people it, are no, It was actually, so no, for fam, these employees this are probably guy's not just helping it, at all. It's <laughs> like, so these employees must be like laughing at the monitors going, it's like, just it's they, so simple. How could you not figure this out? It's just an
3: older lady. Just one lady that runs it all. Yeah. So Damn. I, it has got to be the so most so it's One patient. old lady
1: laughing at you for being dumb. It's
3: got to be the most patient older lady though, because we got for the clue, our second one. And our third clue, she's like, you didn't even like use what I told you, and she gave the same clue again. It's like fifty-five Fuck! minutes into it. <laughs> you <laughs> yes. guys thought you were good at this? <laughs> so Come she on. Set it up
0: and everything.
3: Yeah. So then, also, what slowed us down is we didn't know how to operate the safe correctly. I had gotten the combination right, like what with like fifteen minutes to spare. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to, you had to hit pound or as oh. you th- the, the the hashtag symbol. You had to hit that afterwards. <laughs> so we just I, we were missing that. So we had the number right the entire time. So it was yeah. cool though. It was a lot of fun. We should do it though. I. 30 bucks is not bad. So we're going to do it. Well, nerds and iron field trip. I'd
2: definitely make a drinky game out of that. Just to be like, (laughs) every time someone says fuck, drink. Every time someone says shit, you drink two, twice.
0: We're going to pass out like (laughs) (laughs) mid-game. We're not going to do that drunk. So 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 what
1: happens if you realize what the answer is and it's a really stupid, easy answer that just took you way too long to figure
4: out? Then you just... just Thomas takes four hits.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
4: (laughs) Our reward is that we get to go to the bars early. There you go, I guess. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so right.
1: the other thing is uh, Miguel and I will, on Monday will be trying some cryotherapy out. So next episode we'll probably have some stuff Tell people what talk that is. That. So cryotherapy is pretty much ice treatment for the body. You can think of it as if something is hurt, strained, and you want to ice it, you can put ice on top. But you typically are going to get more of a skin burn before you get deep inside, like if it's in your torso and trying to get deep into the back. Ice is not the best way to go. Full body submersion into an a- ice bath works wonderfully, but it hurts like a bitch. Yeah. Cryotherapy, it will last maybe five minutes or so, but it's basically, I believe they use something along the lines like liquid nitrogen. They just freeze <laughs> the crap out of it quickly. I tried it once. It was a pinpoint uh, method. So they put it on my back and I felt it in front of my stomach. Hmm. Jeez. It feels right? like it <laughs> shot through very quickly. It didn't hurt. Wasn't uncomfortable. It didn't freeze to where it's like I can't do anything. It, surface wise, it's like I, I feel fine. But damn, my lower back felt amazing. So we're gonna see if that helps m- broke back Miguel. <laughs> broke back Miguel. Did you see
0: so that from the back and felt it from your stomach? Did you call it
1: daddy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. Nah
1: amazing, that that never happens.
2: <laughs> but hey, you no, know it's been really grinding my gears. Is this whole XFL versus college. Like, should players go from college to XFL? So
1: for the non-sports-minded person, what is the XFL?
2: So the XFL is kind of how I think of it. It's like the semi-pro league for the NFL. You know, all these athletes that go to the NFL or trying to go to the NFL that can't make it, they go to the XFL and try and prove themselves. So, like, this whole debate is should college athletes leave, like, a year or two early or skip college to go straight to the XFL
1: like
3: now it's like another stepping stone yeah
1: and then there's that also uh, the another thing where it's like at the end of every season have the worst team in the NFL play the best team in the XFL and the winner goes to well, the well that'd be NFL, like hopping right? the year? that'll never ever like happen that'll you know. never happen but that, isn't <laughs> that something that's uh, circulating on social yeah people media? have been
3: saying that and people are saying oh you know a lot of people are supporting it which would be entertaining to see but the problem with that is there's there's no way the there's NFL rule well there, yeah there's rule know. changes too Oh, yeah. In the XFL, they have different rules, so they would be like, "No, nah, we're not going to do this. We're not
4: going to have a bunch of professional athletes at the end of like their season. They know they suck. Going up against a team that's trying desperately to prove
3: themselves. Yeah. No way. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, no. The, at the collegiate level, though, that's uh, that one you." in a spot where you could potentially get paid to play. Yeah. You're not going to make as much as the NFL, but you're being paid to play. And then the NFL is watching too. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially get drafted that way. That's kind of awesome. You know, that's that, that'd really but, shake things up. So well, what's your
1: issues? With so it, like
3: Thomas? the way I, th-
2: so they, they made a point. So for like example, there's a wide receiver for LSU, which were the national champions is Jamar chase. He's the, uh, Blik-Nitov award winner, which is like the best wide receiver, but he has a starting quarterback, go who's the perennial number one pick he has his the number two receiver gone the running back gone majority of their offensive lines gone and their tight ends gone so like what do you do you're like literally by yourself and so what they're saying is that maybe he should go to the xfl because he's not playing for anything he has a national title he's, he's already proven himself. proven himself as the best wide receiver and like i get that but like how i'm saying is that you know the average salary there for the XFL, is like fifty-five thousand, and you get like a two-thousand-dollar like victory paycheck, and like I think the quarter, yeah, the quarterbacks make like south of like five hundred thousand. But if you're thinking about like for the future at LSU, they the tuition there per year is around thirty thousand. So if you're staying there for like three or four years, it's gonna be around ninety to one hundred twenty thousand. Fat bill, and plus an education beats everything. Move it, like taking one bad step can be from you just tearing your knee apart
4: and destroying your dream totally but in all fairness the other part of that argument is for a lot of those athletes how many of them are finishing college before they go pro especially in the nfl you got to look at the fact that a lot of those guys are are leaving their first or second year if they're really really good did you just say especially especially (laughs) that's a word damn it (laughs)
1: especially there's no x or c in it
4: Okay, that's just S. my bad. Yeah, yeah, but no, but that's the thing. You can't you can't leave
2: till after your sophomore year. You just can't let that go. <laughs> um, because you, like it's your junior year. You can leave. Or, oh, like, that's your right. Red yeah, church, you have to stay at least two years. But at the
4: same time, you're still not finishing your education.
2: But that's the thing is that a lot of there's been a lot of athletes that have been able to get their degrees before like before four years. Yeah. And aren't in there other yeah, situations like, like, where... Like Justin Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon.
4: I have he, a feeling that's the minority of uh-huh. most so of the know,
1: it, Aren't they also supporting that athletes finish their education? Exactly. Because the typical professional athlete, when they retire from the sport, goes bankrupt because they don't know what to do with the money. Yeah. They don't have the income. Well, absolutely. This the smart ones forward. got their education or went back for the education and invested it in did something with it. Like Shaq is not broke by any stretch no. of the imagination, but he's been retired for a while. Yeah. You have but, all these other players that are broke from the NFL.
2: Yeah. That's like um, how they're talking about for like the NBA. These college players can leave after a year. Um, like universities are all hating it because, you know, they're losing money. Yeah. they're Yeah. Even though like some, some schools like Duke and Kansas and Kentucky, like they bring in huge players like every year, but they keep just losing them to the draft and so that's why they're saying like bring him to like the G League or go like international which is kind of like the XFL and so it's kind of like I get the points but like I still think like overall
3: like an education would it should, it you should be the best but some of these people unless they have a full ride scholarship are building up are racking up a bill that's the thing. so they if if they do. can if they can avoid that and go to the NFL like I would, you know? I mean, or would
1: you want to risk the potential injury in college ball? Because some programs may just, like, grind you into the ground to where you start, you went in as a freshman, awesome, you're said you have all this potential, and then by the time you're a senior, your body's broken because of just shit that happens.
4: Well, in theory, it sounds like a great idea to be able to balance both your schoolwork and going to the XFL, but my guess is it's pretty demanding being in the X, uh, XFL. Yeah. How are you going to balance those two things? Yeah. At least when you're in college, you're around the college atmosphere and they're working as hard as they can for you to get that education, I guess XFL is not gonna put the same emphasis.
3: No, that. definitely not. But and
2: also have you seen like like in like football in general, like they've been like really on like the like illegal hits. XFL you can just you can lay motherfuckers out. I haven't like, seen any games. Dude, Are they Lamora? the first
3: play of the year? Was yeah, literally was some dude two, like, like, <laughs> like turned around
2: and literally just leveled the dude. Like they're starting so, to put in like, some rules. I wonder.
3: I know. So I know it's crazy.
4: I wonder if there is going to be any backlash for that. I, I mean, my guess is there's going to start being, especially if players start dropping like flies. Yes. Yeah. If, if injuries start like popping up. for anybody. Know. You know? Uh-uh. And then, like the, and then some rules. players
3: will end up starting to show some concern oh, too. Hell yeah. And saying, fuck that, I ain't playing. That's not worth
4: the low, you know, pay that. You know, Even weekend. if you're paying me a decent salary, I mean, am I going to sacrifice my body if
0: I'm yeah, not going to make Yeah, you can gonna put, gonna a NFL. NFL. Yeah. put a price on your head. Literally, put a price on your head. Yeah, you got to think about the XFL contractors too. I mean, so many people drop like flies. That's going to be a shit ton of workers' comp. Yep,
3: well, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a more liability. All that. Yeah. Then money, 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 always. Yeah. Well, guys, we're gonna switch gears to something else. I want to talk about um, a study I read that was kind of fucking disgusting. Hand dryers versus so air dryers, mm-hmm. the little jets that dry your hand off versus hand paper towels. <laughs> so there was a study done on this one, and dude, you have no idea how many germs get or you know how much bacteria gets thrown around the entire bathroom when you're drying yourself off well so what kind of
1: (laughs) what what kind of air dryers are are they talking about we're looking at the traditional hit the button and then it shoots down or is it some of the newer ones i
3: have no idea well the article didn't explain exactly what one it was but just the emphasis is you're putting air on there and the mic you know all the microbes are (sighs) going everywhere so, because I well, the reason why I
1: ask is because the old ones I can see that, and I would never use those things because if you went to middle school, you would see a bunch of stupid ass boys flip that thing upside down, spit into it, and watch the spit go up <laughs> into the ceiling. Why haven't seen this? Like some <laughs> Thomas did. <laughs> what? <laughs> you would be the one to do that, but then you have the other ones that are a little bit newer, where it's horizontal, and the way that you, the ideal way to do it that I figured out is you stick your arm all the way into it, don't touch anything. It turns it on, then you slowly bring your hands up and it's kind of like the car wash where it pushes all the water to the tips and then you're done. But the same so principle would that be still the, applies. Uh, that's why I'm wondering. Is that when... Better or worse than the ones that just shoot it straight down to the ground? Well, it's, we're it's talking little same. microbes. It's, yeah. just, it's air. They're it's just, go just blowing everywhere. all over the place. But if yeah. one is like just openly shooting it all over the place versus one that's a little bit more focused, how, what kind of impact? I think the, I guess, if
3: anything, the focused one might make it worse. I, yeah, I was going to say more air hitting that individual microbe. It's more it pressure. Yeah, and they're just blowing but all I, over the place. Still, I,
2: I feel like that one would be more
3: like screwing
2: you. I feel like the one blowing down is screwing. Fuck everyone. everybody.
3: Well, yeah. Well, they did those studies in hospitals so the fucking worst of the worst yeah there's like (laughs) we're gonna
2: see how many people can get sick here yeah
3: so every place where the study was done they had either only paper towels in one bathroom and the other bathroom would be only air dryers Mm. to see so then every four weeks they'd swab get a sample of the air and cotton swab random surfaces and at the end on average after 12 weeks uh, on average, the air—the ones with the air were a hundred times more contaminated than Damn. the ones with paper towels. That's now, completely what kind makes of contamination
1: sense, did was it, or did they not specify?
3: Uh, well, they didn't specify exactly <laughs> on what kind. Just uh, in a bathroom. I mean, well, a we're guess. talking a hospital. Oh, just a hospital uh, in well, general.
1: Well, hospital. So it, it's one thing if it's like just general germs that are just there, versus something that uh, terrible example, like E. Coli, if it's only popped up. Again, terrible example, but if the contamination had more stuff that actually is dangerous towards an individual or if it's just stuff like you get rid of it eventually your immune system won't be
3: challenged it gives a few it gives a few examples of which ones like mrsa and whatnot but the actual bacteria that are there in the hospitals are the ones that are tend to be more resistant to antibiotics so it's like the super bugs are like concentrated there so i mean if there's hand dryers in a hospital and you guys go in there. Get the fuck out! <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. But uh, so PSA for everybody out there: avoid those bathrooms and avoid their hand. Go for paper towels. Do yourself a favor. You know. Stay I clean. Wonder how they're
4: gonna address that in the future because the whole idea behind getting the air pressured one was to was get to rid be of the paper more sanitary towel. and yeah. more paper. T- yeah. So
3: now to they're waist. realizing, oh shit, we fucked up.
2: I wanted to take like a slight turn, but it's in the same uh, area. This just reminded me of taking micro with Noel. Yeah. And we're doing. We're in lab. <laughs> And so we're like doing like the whole microbes like we put, swab a random yeah, thing, swabbing a random thing, and our teacher is telling us a story that some dude swabs his phone and
3: found uh what was it the the one from fecal matter yeah so it was he, yeah it was but yeah well he told me that the one I got was pretty similar to that so they told me not to open the the sample because it was a bunch of spores ready to get released you remember mine yeah so I got the worst one I'm pretty sure I went to. The other side of the men's bathroom doorknob mm-hmm. and he it was just black fuzz the entire thing was covered in black fuzz and he said don't open that you're going to contaminate the entire lab and he goes that he didn't tell me exactly what it was because we couldn't put it under a microscope to see he goes that right there just do some damage so <laughs> dude the world is disgusting. But like that was the thing is that <laughs> he had like basically a
2: bunch of microbes from shit all over his phone
4: that sounds about right and You're that's taking what your phone with you everywhere but like
2: everywhere like, <laughs> <laughs> but like no like then we we're talking with one of our professors dr a about it in what was it patho, patho and he's like he's like yeah ever since i heard that from the micro teacher i will never bring my phone into the bathroom ever again <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, like people aren't sitting on the toilet for hours being on their fucking phones a, <laughs> to be honest I that do is, that's, that's disgusting <laughs> Well, hey, guys, I want to give you guys an update on what's going on with my... I was actually doing, like, a mock prep. I'm not working out as much as I'd like to be, and the intensity's not there, but I'm kind of doing that whole thing. Dude, it's going smoothly. I'm down, like, four in, like, two weeks, and the majority being water weight, but the fucking Valentine's Day got me. Uh, Caitlin ended up surprising me with a lemon bar type of pie slice thing. Nice. Yeah, and a, and up the fattest brownie. Oh, so amazing, I've been, like... sweet tooth yeah so it's been a while since i've had anything like that and it's just sitting right there in front of me. and i'm like no this is this is like 450 in the morning
2: caitlin this is your fault
3: (laughs) so so noelle's
1: mouth suddenly became a vacuum and you're just like (gasps) that's exactly
3: what i I took like two bites it was of each one it was so fucking rich it hurt my stomach and i was like i'm cool then later like it was was like i was like all right
2: we're just doing that we're like you're like ah, oh, you bitch, as you
3: start eating it, this Still, is, you're like oh, this, fuck is what's, you. this is what this, <laughs> this is this is your it's, fault. This is how people go off the rails. They start saying fuck it, and I kind of said fuck it yesterday. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah it but, then, but then, unlike other people, your body is not used to it, so it's like Dude.
3: you say fuck it, I say fuck you. I felt like sh- <laughs> I I felt like shit. My stomach's like bro, why? You know, and then you you could tell when things are are moving along when you're feeling regular in the morning, and it was like a struggle for me. So it's uh, my stomach's like bro, let's not do that again. <laughs> So calm calm I, down. Yeah, I, I got to go back to... So
1: that. That's like the perfect incentive or way to keep you from eating crap and falling off the rail is your body just revolting against it because it's not used to that now.
3: Yeah, well people don't realize how shitty they feel when they eat like crap all the time until they have something contrasted something to compare it to so people get so used to eating like shit blah, blah that that low energy feeling is just normal to them yeah. so then you, you've you heard that right they'll say oh, yeah. oh i ate really really good and now my stomach can't handle the bad food i feel like crap it's like no 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 no. your stomach can handle it. it's it's just you feel like shit and now you know what that feels like because now you know what it feels like to feel good yeah so more you know obviously tell him more vegetables on and that's uh, that's kind of what i've started doing because i feel like my son was like bro what are you doing to me man <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking about uh, i'm thinking about getting uh some organifi uh, green juice mm-hmm. okay. i had, a, I had a, one of my buddies he got that from yeah from organifi and he said dude well he had said i can't put it into words but it i feel better he goes i'm not eating enough <laughs> vegetables every day and i know i'm not he's eating a little bit yeah. and he's trying to but he goes but he substituted that and he's like Dude, it's you have to try it. He's in fact, he's gonna hook me up. I really, I'm gonna tell him to hook me up. With this I'm scoop.
1: gonna have to give that a shot then, because I don't need enough vegetables. We're shit. Yeah. Hey, yeah.
4: hey like, buy some of gnc Am I right? Yeah, we got that powder. Get those greens. God. Hey, hey, Chris, calm wait, down, wait, wait, GNC. Wait. Chris. Chris, give me some up. commission. Let's go, Chris. <laughs> fuck off. Wait, hold on. I need hold the on. money.
2: Let's help help our boy out. Usually all the pre workouts, multivitamins will get commissioned. So get them from your boy Chris. Chris, what's your schedule?
4: Uh, um, <clears> how <throat> often are you it's there? It's random, but just come on in anyway. <laughs>
0: and Mind Chris. pump. If you guys hear this, just fucking choose us to win. Okay. <laughs> <There we go.
4: laughs>
1: if you want to get, if you want to help Chris out, DM him on Instagram. And what is it again? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: the words of a good friend right there. Cbrand forty uh, two. Come on, come yeah. through. Get his schedule. get him up.
2: But hey, uh, hey, if you want a date too, he's good looking.
4: Hey, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. I'm blushing right now,
3: guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, so ugly ass motherfucker. <laughs> so one of our it's... listeners actually hit me up and wanted me to talk about how prep itself, when you go into an actual prep, how mm-hmm. it affects couples. And this is something kind of an understatement. It's a bitch when you're in prep, and you don't realize how much social events revolve around food. that was yeah one of the big things when i first
4: started getting into it when they uh recommended choosing your meal types think about your friends think about who you hang out with think about your family because they're gonna mess with how strict or not strict you are with your diet and they can have a huge impact on whether or not you stick with it
1: or separately just know that if it's hard for you it's probably gonna be really hard on them
2: oh yeah i'm just saying like you guys are like my only friends that actually go on a meal prep like all my other friends like eat like shit. They think having a salad like once a week is like it's like, it's, there, it's out of it's, it's sweat. out of way. <laughs> <air. laughs> yeah. I
0: wish Thomas would have met me when I was meal prepping. How good was that? Oh, no, dude, on it. Yeah. On it. He'll <laughs> get back on it. He'll
3: get back on it. Oh, yeah, Miguel's mm-hmm. yeah. on the road to recovery right now. In fact, let's talk about that. He's gonna be doing chirotherapy, which mm, about, yeah. and then we we just got done doing uh, an interview with basis. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they reached out, you know, they were like, hey dude, uh, Come on in. Let us
0: help you fix your back, right? I'm gonna take them up on their offer. I want to see what they have to give me. I mean, I'm gonna try cryotherapy. I'm still gonna. I'm actually going to a new physical therapist, so hopefully that'll help out. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh uh, Thomas, I'm going to Thomas. Hey. <laughs> yeah. are you going Thomas, to build Thomas uh, just got accepted yeah. into school, and now yeah. he's already graduated. Yeah, that's where I'm going. And then I'm also gonna do acupuncture, and I'm gonna do a lot more stretching too. So
3: fucking Miguel is doing the whole kitchen sink at his back. Yeah, everything.
0: So the other thing
1: about, like I say, I stated about how it may be hard on you, but it's harder on th- those you are around and loved ones. So it's like, Caitlin, you're a fucking trooper putting yeah. up with this
3: guy's bullshit. Yeah. Well, she'd want to go out, you know, let's say to someone's birthday or dinner or whatever. There'd be times when she'd go out on her own. It'd be like 9 p.m. They'd go out. I've had my last meal, at 8 p.m. I'm on a, like a pretty good sleeping schedule. They're going to be out till like 11 p.m. Midnight. And I can't eat, so like you know. And I, you do competitions. It's not like you're just sticking with the diet for. You, you can't just kind of do it. Yeah. I mean, fuck, it. Thomas and Andrew. You guys have seen how tight those competitions are up on stage. You'll get super shredded. But if you fucked up, it'll be so obvious on stage. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: like your second competition, you looked better because your first one what was it, your coach that you had at the time screwed something up to where you actually lost muscle S-sla- mass.
3: Yeah, slashed my calories back, and I got like a really, really, really bad. 24, oh what's twenty four like hour. I guess like the like little twenty four stomach bug, probably like mm-hmm. food poisoning, but I couldn't eat like for an entire day, and that oh, was like wow. two weeks out, like so two weeks you, a week and half, and I dropped like three pounds in a day. Jeez. But that was yeah. like
2: the whole thing. Like I remember, like we'd be training at the wreck, and you're like, you're like at the weight you wanted to be, like a month before your
3: competition. I was per- I was yeah, I was lean too quickly, so then what is it? 2 weeks out or 3 eh, right there and then actually I was trying to gain weight, a little bit trying to add muscle. Now just now I look work. back and think like, what the fuck? I'm a natural. No, that's not how it works. So, that's why the second route, I kind of did it on my own. Just didn't come in as tight as I would have liked, but this next one should be I mean, it's good, probably going to be a while before I compete again because of my finger. I can't train as much yeah, as I want to Yeah, your whole
1: schedule prepping is thrown off because you can't hit those intensities that you need to. Yeah. But, yeah, so if you ever go to any kind of competition for bodybuilding, it's you, you have to have the training done right. The have programming to. has to be dialed in. The nutrition has to be even more dialed in and adhered to. You cannot be yo-yoing in and out of it or going on a shred and have it work for about two weeks three weeks fall off and say well i guess i'll do a mini bulk that shit doesn't happen that way unless you're on gear or something yeah because the body's not that fast Mm-mm. but again it's like caitlin was a trooper for putting up with
3: all of that oh, know, shit because no, everything the and your meals, meals the meals needed to be done not only that the first prep was i think the most challenging because I prepped through. I remember I was maybe two weeks out during finals. Remember that? Yeah. So I was actually, it was two weeks after we got out of you know our that semester. So I was in prep during finals week, and that was probably not been the smartest thing. So much stress on the body, physical stress, mental stress. We're stressing about finals. I'm stressing about am I lean enough? It's so the first one was rough, and then Caitlin has to deal with cranky me. Hungry me. Hangry. Yeah, me that stresses about I sleep so is. now I got to get to sleep at a certain time. She knows how anal I am about my sleep. It's amazing. You guys you? Guys we all know how anal you
2: are. <laughs> don't yeah. text him after
3: 8.30. <laughs>
1: that <laughs> motherfucker's out like a light.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but he's up at 4. No, but a lot of people don't realize how tough that is because then she'd have to go to social events without me and people would ask.
1: So building on it, it's slightly different but I was tagging a post recently on Instagram from uh, something I shared on my story weeks ago saying that or why i respect uh, fit people because it's not just about how good you look and that you're a narcissist cuz you care so much about yourself granted all the fuck boys and many college students mm-hmm. that is what it is that they care about themselves but the ones who maintain it and keep going it's discipline it's sacrifice I was gonna say. it's something you can't inherit it's something you can't buy Technically, now you can, but that's a fuck ton of money. Anyone who's also,
2: also it, even with that, you still have to put in all. You have to be determined and now. put all that.
4: Crap. Anyone who's yep. actively like practicing discipline, just you got to have respect for them.
1: Well, I mean, it that's is, impressive.
3: It's so hard to keep that discipline, you know, going when hey, let's let's have fucking waffles like we had before. You know,
1: well, so I'll also go and notch for the bodybuilders and especially natural bodybuilders that don't have gear to help them out. It's even more respectful of what you guys go through because on top of all the discipline of the training, the nutrition, you have a whole nother, a third part of the potential for developing body dysmorphia. Oh, yeah. And then you get fixated on that. So it's more respectful, or I have even more respect for you, that you go through that and then you have to come out of it on the other end. And what you did, you acknowledge it's a bitch when you start coming out and the abs start going away. Yep that you start freaking out but you have to you you were smart enough and educated enough to know that it's not permanently gone it's this is part of the cycle and even the though
3: as prepared and as educated as I am in this it's still hard it's I mean my the, my perception of what's considered shredded is way different than most people so if my abs are st- if they're there and I can kind of see the abs what i see now i mean i, I said there but i don't feel like i'm shredded I, that being super shredded on stage it's kind of it's almost permanently changed and i know it's not healthy you can't maintain it no, i mean no. what, one thing that i'm gonna do this next one is when i'm like one week out from my show i'm gonna record a video and telling myself hey i'm one week out i'll like flex or something be like i feel like shit i'm fucking tired this is not cool like that and just remind myself so if i kind of start going back up in weight, or when i will because i will i'll kind of be able to watch this video and kind of tell myself coach me through it you know and i feel like that'll help just because also you forget the shitty parts of it you just remember the good like oh i can i can pose and like look super shredded and how like, good you look yeah, yeah the fact
1: get- the being on the stage and doing all that, that yeah that's what you remember yeah,
3: yeah that's the only part you remember you don't remember how shitty you felt I, mean, I remember i had my first migraine for the first time before right before my last show it turns out i'm allergic to soy who would have thought and then i used soy <laughs> sauce as my salt for my rice, so I I my gut was not happy. My gut was very bloated, so my I looked very watery on stage. I'm I'm gonna blame that why I wasn't a place higher. I'm gonna blame that because it totally what <laughs> turns out I am allergic to. It. It's a big intolerance, but um, I mean I think the video though will help me out a lot. So I think that's what I'll be doing for sure.
1: And for those who w- would challenge you that you can't stay that shredded forever, and that they will go out and do it, I think we hint at it uh, in a. Previous episode, that when you are that shredded, it ha- and you're a guy, it negatively impacts your testosterone. It it drops
3: drops it yeah energy levels drop gains drop libido drops everything drops so, so it's like yeah. so if yeah, like yeah.
1: you want to stay shredded go for it but odds are no sex for you and you will eventually start losing the muscle mass because you can't maintain that body but I look body damn time.
0: good but I look so
2: damn good <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters yeah, right. it's <laughs> like
1: you, you will look that damn good but you better get used to having a lot of five on one actions with yourself distributing literature taking the kids to school
3: not, not wanting to go good yeah. old Pamela Henderson <laughs> <laughs> making milk. my and Myla (laughs) all right well let's go on to questions
0: hello traveler what's that you've got there Uh, looks like a bottle with some contents in it go ahead give it a poll Uh, (laughs) uh, it looks like questions probably from other travelers in search of the truth let's have a look shall we questions All right, guys. First question: I have a coworker who's on extreme fasting, a liquid diet, and he's losing weight dramatically. When he gets to his goal weight, is there any kind of recovery, and can he keep his results?
3: Well, the hardest part about that is what is he doing to drop the weight? Is it sustainable? That's the number one question. Nope, it's not sustainable. sustainable. So what he's setting himself up for is when he gets that piece of solid food again, and it's probably it might end up being something crappy like. You know, uh,
1: a cheeseburger.
3: Yes, something like that. He's going to be like, oh, my God, and just go Ape shit. Yeah,
4: it's like the keto diet. As soon as you touch carbs again, it all starts something, coming back. Something like, yeah. is
3: released. It's like uh, depriving a heroin addict of it for, you know, two months, then give them just a little tiny hit. What's going to happen?
0: I mean, think about it. No Nut November, boy. You're going to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, exactly.
3: going <laughs> will be walking that. <laughs> your, your
0: history, <laughs> your your Google search History is going to be
1: clear for every minute of the day.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> refresh, refresh,
1: refresh. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> goddamn. So oh, the man. the other thing to consider is if his stomach, ha- if he's on the liquid diet for a long period of time, let's say multiple months, yeah. and he finally hits his goal weight, and he introduces solids, I would think that his stomach and intestines are going to revolt against let's having that say salt. Nope. So he's going to have indigestion. He's going to have some pain just because it's not. Acclimated or are used to having solids at the point. Yeah, you're
4: so on an emotional state, you're not going to be doing very well. It's going to be messing with you in so many different ways. But you're going to have highs and lows all over the place. You're
1: going to have to deal with the getting a little bit more bloated and having that shrink over the course of the day because there's, they're solid. Fluid will not take up as much volume as the solid
3: food because it. Well, it's oddly shaped. Then the other thing you need to consider is: has he gotten used to fasting for that long? You know, like a with a four-hour eating window. So that's and a 20-hour fast every single day. What happens when he fucks that up one day? So then the, this one day he'll go 8 a.m. He'll have whatever. Now that hunger is gonna stick around. 11 he's gonna eat more. And then how many calories have been slashed? Is he only eating 500, 600 calories a day? What's gonna happen to his metabolism when time he gets there? What happens when his body adapts to the cardio? Is he gonna do more cardio? So is he going to do more weights?
1: A, a good answer to the original question would be it's not sustainable. There is a way to get out of it and maintain the success that he has had in losing all the weight. The best advice that I would think that we could give him right now, it, if he's going to stay on this liquid diet, like that's the premise right now that we're not going to try to, say, get off that and try something else. You need to start doing resistance training and actual build muscle. Try yes. to get that metabolism ramped up before you try to get off the liquid dye because that will give you a little bit of a cushion, is what I'm thinking.
3: Yeah, doing the whole cardio and all this other stuff, he's like it's like he's building a house. He hasn't laid down the concrete or anything, but he's already buying picture frames.
1: He's you building know? a house on the sand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <too. laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. With no framing.
1: Should you take advice from supplement shop employees? <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Thomas don't know what the fuck they're Woo! talking
3: about. You
2: yeah. see yeah, Chris and Thomas? Um, excuse me, I got running. a degree. <laughs> well, th- there's no prereqs, right? Huh, no, you no. you literally just got to bring in a resume say you want to work there.
3: And that's kind of, okay, so yeah. knowing that, okay, that makes, you know, people should be wary already right there. Then the other thing is typically a supplement shop will tell you to try and push a certain product, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, there's, oh, yeah. and
3: there's commission for that, right? Yeah. So just like, An auto parts store, same thing. I've worked at one. They'll say, "Hey, make sure you push this windshield wiper fluid and this, that, and tell them it does this, that." You don't know if it fucking works, but they're telling you to do it. So you're just doing your job. So knowing that, if you go into a supplement shop and you want protein, that you're gonna be, chances are there'll be a certain brand. For the month that they're going to push down your throat oh yeah Absolutely. so yeah. It, it's not because it's research or it's because it's a reputable brand no it's because the shop is telling you but you're supposed to word it as it's this miraculous thing that's going to change your life, better right? than I mean, what are the keywords yeah
4: you know uh targets, targets. A Good one like it targets certain fat areas or it helps you build specific muscles well then other
1: marketing that i noticed because we've all taken supplements is some of them will make it the tub look really fancy or very scientificy
0: so oh, yeah, oh,
1: beyond yeah. raw does this to where it looks like it's a it their container belongs in the scientific <laughs> lab. Yeah, they, all, yeah. it it's locked, they put behind glass. They put behind glass <laughs> cuz I had a client tell me like, "Oh, I got the good creatine, like the, the really good stuff, the, the like scientific level uh, experiment from a lab." <laughs> from, like from the a lab. And I'm like, "Okay, is it beyond raw?" And goes, "Yeah, how how do you know?" like cuz creatine is creatine. There is no super special formula to it's it. It's like that's and that's like
2: we've like Like, like working there in the past, like you've had, like, I've had coworkers where, you know, they'd say like, oh, it's a chemically formulated. It's like, bro, it's, it's It's (laughs) creatine. Like like nothing, it's not that special.
1: It's the same shit you would find in a steak. It's just been concentrated and put into a powder. Exactly. And that's
2: the whole thing that like, you know, they're. It's like, yeah, make it make it seem like, oh yeah, we have scientists working in the back formulating this cool creatine. It's like it's not how it works.
3: Yeah, no, supplement industry is out there to make money, and you just need to know that. And you need to know that if somebody's pushing supplements for you, they're probably being told to push a certain one.
1: And also consider the supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, you guys have heard of nitrogen spiking, right? I know Muscle Farm was under a lot of heat yeah, for that one. Is, a uh, lot. So. Oh, yeah. And then so-
1: Bang was under fire for uh, pixie dusting. The,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, the BCAs. Because,
1: yeah. So what that means. And, cre- pic- and creatine. Oh, yeah. 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 So pixie dusting for those for our listeners is when you say that it has BCAs, creatine, beta alanine, whatever, you put just and the- then you put a... Little amount, so you can say, well, it's in there. Under right? it's like not 2% or something yeah. like And that's that, why yeah. they,
2: pr- they do the proprietary blends, because
1: they won't tell you how much is in there, and that's how you can do the pixie dusting. Because they say it's in there. That That's one way you can find if the supplement company itself is more reputable or not, if they have all these energy mixes, uh, and thermogenic blends, or do they list every little thing out there and is no
2: blend. That's where you pick which products and which companies you stay with, because those Uh, companies that you know they say oh the fat loss weight training blend and it has everything but it has like stars next to everything and it doesn't tell you how much you gotta like just say screw those yeah if it says oh it's got 250 milligrams of caffeine it's got this amount of citrulline this amount of beta alanine beta alanine like if it says that that's like the stuff you need to stay with
4: but back to the employees all they care about is this is how much i need to sell and most likely, they're not really going to care about, like, what the results are for yeah, you. As long they, they don't as they get, get you it. out the door, yeah. you're good. Yeah. But
2: also, like, like I like I could say this for Chris, too, but, like, I've had, like, I don't know if Chris has, but I've had the guys from their company, like, show me how to sell it. The representatives? But yeah, the representatives, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. And they do, like, the incentives, like, oh, this, this pre-workout, it's got three bucks on it. This fat burners got five bucks this test booster's got t- like t- 10
3: bucks. so if you sell it you'll get yeah and much so more. that and that know. why why would i, I not fight. try and yeah. sell it
2: if i can make money off yeah, it like you me make- for
4: example i make commission so i mean generally yeah i want to sell you these products because i want to yeah. make more money yeah but pay at your the bills. same time yeah it's just be careful because i will tell you <laughs> as honestly as i can. It's, <laughs> But that's, that's it. The does thing. work? Yeah.
3: I don't like it. You know, integrity gets thrown out the
4: window. You know? oh sucks. yeah, I'm throwing that out the door. It sucks. sucks. Yeah, because you are not. It's all money. about profit here. The, the <laughs> best
1: kind of employee that the those stores can have are like the used car salesman. That they can sell anything. They to do not care what it is. They will sell it because that's what they want. They just want you to sell all the stuff that's on the shelves. Not every employee is like that, but. For those businesses, that's the best kind of employee, especially with stuff like Amazon coming in. That's making it harder on places like GNC and Nutrishop trying to survive with that competition. Yeah. And from the personal training perspective, I've known that there are some of those shops that they have the body fat test uh, yeah. machine. First off, the bioelectrical impedance measurement—basically, what it does is sends a low current of electricity supposedly through the body, it measures how long it takes it to circulate and come back. And the idea is that fat will slow down that return rate while lean mass and water will speed it up. So the issue with that is it's not the most accurate. And the other issue is I at one point heard reports that some of those shops skewed it or messed with the computer so that it marked you high. I had a friend that he did it and said that he was forty percent body fat and I looked at him and went, No way in hell you're forty. You're that's, not
2: that fat. That's what one of, one of my old coworkers said that like neutral shops is like a hundred percent because it's got like the whole grip like you stand Bullshit. on it and i'm like i'm like i'm telling you that's it's probably not correct i would not trust anything unless it's at like uh like a university a lab and it's like a dexa like,
3: scan
1: n- yeah. yeah the 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 three most uh, the three best methods to the use water. the hydrostatic wing yeah the bod pod and then the dexa yeah now, the thing about it is, I don't know where. you find it. Well, I don't know where a hydrostatic wing would be because it costs uh, a lot to have that thing. Yeah. The only one I've seen was at St. Mary's College. Now, the Bod Pod, Chico State has one. Yeah. And they. I mean, we've, we've all used it. Yeah, yeah. And they explained that thing is expensive as fuck. Yep, it's yeah, like mm-hmm. 3000 just for the equipment, then another couple grand, I don't know how much, just for the computer system to make it work. Yeah. So those things get expensive. DEXA, same thing.
3: Yeah, you got to go to some crazy lab for that.
1: Skin calipers are pretty accurate, but they do have their margin of error. Yeah. A lot of that's depending on the person. Yeah. yeah. The biological impotence is the cheapest, but it's also one of the most inaccurate. If you do the ones where you're standing on it and you're gri- grabbing it, but you don't have to take your shoes off, that shows. There, there's going to be something that does not work if you're standing on this uh, electric, uh, electrode, basically, and you don't need to have skin contact. Yeah, the shoes would throw it off. Call it yeah, or, else. or you
3: can you can get off after you do it, drink water, get back on, and watch the numbers get skewed once yeah. again. It just it's too much. It's too much room for error. So many yeah. variables. Yeah, it's, way too yeah. many. But
1: like I said, I heard of some shops where they had ones that purposely marked you higher. Because then when you go in, it's like, oh my god, I thought I was twenty percent, and says I'm twenty eight percent. Well, now they can sell you the uh, fat burners. Exactly. Yeah. Long
4: story short, yeah. Just getting back to it. Just use your best judgment when it comes to the person. Try and get an idea of what their background is, because the more background they have in fitness, the more background they have in using these products, the more honest they're going to be with you.
2: Just come in with questions. Or, ed- yeah. or- come in prepared. Yeah. yeah. Do
4: That's your research. Way
1: to go about it. Yeah. Or
3: don't be sheep. Or ask us. Ask the nerds and uh, what you should get, and we'll yeah. tell you about it. Because most of the stuff out there is. Bullshit. And we're not making <laughs> money off good, this, usually. so
1: there's no incentive for us to sell exactly. you Exactly. Yet. Uh, well,
3: Unless we get popular. <laughs> Unless we get
2: a sponsor, then all bets <laughs> yeah, are off. They make us some money, guys. C4
1: <laughs> sponsors us? Okay, buy C4. Best, <laughs> best free
2: workout ever. <laughs> Question number three.
1: What are some signs that your trainer sucks? <laughs> Noel, Andrew, you all suck. If your trainer has a first name of Thomas and a last name of Ratana. It's Ratana, uh, thank you very much. Nah, no, Ratana. Actually, it's Ratana. 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 Well, I'm not a certified trainer, so... So, 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 so
4: yeah. Exactly. So, you probably shouldn't take advice.
1: So, there, there's a few things That's a lot of here. things. So, one thing that stands out to my mind, because I've known a few people who do this, if they show you all their certifications and there's a massive list, but you look at and some of them are like the most weird-ass random certifications, they're using that to help promote themselves. That it's not that they are that smart. It's some of those certifications that are just flat-out fucking stupid. Well, if and
2: they have...
3: don't you have a bunch of them? If they have yeah. to- <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
1: But show I don't them the always list. show that in people's faces. And the other thing is you can actually look mine up that they are there. Like there's ones that I am TRX certified. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, you know well, how to use TRX. But you don't need to have certification to know that. Or a GTS certified. Wait, they really know that. have
2: that to have a certification?
1: Yeah, they do. And that stuff that it's you don't need. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, contrast. I have my NSCA, CSCS. So National Strength and Conditioning is, uh, Federation, whatever you want say. Reputable. Yeah. And it's the Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. Then I have my NASM. Reputable. Then I have my USAW Weightlifting. Reputable. Reputable. Then nfhs which noel also has i believe which allows you to work with high school students reputable so that's about three four and but that, they got
2: motherfuckers saying they're trx certified the yeah, well,
1: well, thing is so they push that that means yeah. that they don't hold There's nothing wrong with with that. rob barbell <laughs>
4: certified <laughs> well that means i'm that planning on getting trx certified so whatever man <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: but what that what that means to the listeners that in my mind, they don't trust their knowledge to just come through and show you that I know what I'm talking about. I have to throw all these acronyms yep. and shit yep. to make you believe in me. As my, uh, Or if they say that I'm a specialist in this, 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 and this, my mentor told me that if you're a specialist in everything, you know jack shit about n- something. You don't know anything. You can't be a specialist in everything.
3: Yeah, that's one thing. It's- if I'm selling, you know, I can't have say selling myself, but selling my services you know, to a potential client. And I'm telling them, hey, you know, I, I don't shove that down the throat. Hey, I do this and this and this. It's more they should be asking you questions about you and then being able to dissect that and get really deep yeah, into like, it.
2: Like how, like, how did you lose, like, how did you trim all the belly fat off? How did, like, you get, like, try and, like, gain muscle for your quads?
3: Well, Stuff well, like that. Yeah, well, yeah, and, well, you get, you get their goals. Like, what are you trying to do? You know, and they're like, oh, I want this. this. And then you kind of dive into that, tell them mm-hmm. how it's going to do it. And I always tell them like, hey, my the answer I'm going to give you, it's not going to be sexy. I mean, and they're like, huh? And I, because mine is particularly around strength training. I'll tell them, you're really going to pay me to put you on a. I mean, here's a good sign right here. If they're gonna put you on a cardio piece of cardio equipment for thirty minutes, you are literally paying them to tell you to get on a piece of cardio equipment. Yeah. Like how much value is that? That's bullshit. So can, yeah.
1: A good trainer will ask you your goals, you say whatever the goals are. Then they will tell you the general pathway. Like they'll say like, yes. this is just like my initial thoughts. They'll draw out a plan. This is the pathway, this is the plan. This is how we're gonna get you from here to here. Now let's start talking about the finer points of each step. Well, so they already mapped out how it's gonna be done. If you ask them questions that they don't know the answer to, they'll tell you, like, I don't know, but I'm going to find out for you.
3: That's a good sign to exactly. yeah. yeah, A lot of trainers uh, like to act like they know everything, and they'll give you bullshit answers. And then there's been a few times where I have to tell my clients, like, I don't know, but let me look that up.
1: Or yeah. I'll tell them, like, I believe it's this, but don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. If I need to, I'll find it for you.
4: It also based on, like, what kind of answers that you give them, what kind of assessments they run. Yes. What are they testing you for? If they just give you some generic, like let's say you're trying to add mass to your upper uh, lower body, for example, and they give you a bunch of upper body tests, well, clearly, like what are you doing? Like this isn't what I want. That they, they should be testing you for what you want. Well,
3: it, well, the fact that they're even testing you, if they're not even testing and seeing That's how a really your bad sign. is, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're like, hey, yeah, let's get you going. Oh, you haven't worked out in ten years. It's all good. We're gonna go right into this crazy, you know class let's do it no 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 no. if they're not assessing your movement seeing oh wow there's deficiency the in your squat you can't squat correctly we're going to work on actually bettering that If they're not telling you things like that that's already bad that's bad news your
2: first meet and greet with your uh client should be like an evaluation like you, is, yeah. you test them with their bench their squat their deadlift their clean their you know whatever exercise you want them to do just see their technique yeah because you know you you need to see what you're working with yeah because that that could that could be depending on what you're going to with them,
3: yeah. I, I do certain tests with them. I'll do like a squat test, I do just mobility type tests and see okay, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can do this, you can kind of do this. And then I'm able, I just get a picture of what you know, of how to work with them. I'll know, oh, this dude cannot do an air squat. Why the hell would I load him up with 225 on his back? You know, now,
1: two other points that I have is when Noel is saying that in a consultation or a first meeting, they should be asking you a lot more questions yes. about you and your past. Now on the other th- side, there's a, there's a balancing act that for a trainer, I I consider it more valuable if they also tell you where they're from and what their philosophy is mm-hmm. and not as a, I am flexing my knowledge This is me, 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 me. But this is where I'm from. This is how I do things. Yes. If how I do things does not work for you and I can't change it because like let's say you want hit training to lose all the weight and I'd say my philosophy does not agree with that and this is why mm. then the good trainer will stay with that pretend, or may stay with that and then say I'll find another trainer for you if I can't convince you that what I know will work for you will just be slower or they will just be upfront that I I don't agree with how you want it done, but I can still give you the same results.
3: You know what another sign is if they give you a meal plan like right there and then like one that they've already had sitting there, that's probably bullshit.
4: That's a bad idea. <laughs> well,
2: like meal plans like that like you can I guess you can get with like the foods that you can eat with them, but like you know portion like your everyone's body is different like your portions
3: are all going to be different you and i you know we're very different in weight and size and everything there's no way that what i eat and what you eat that could
2: be a deficit for me
3: yeah or i'd gain weight one or the other yeah i mean so so if they give you this cookie cutter meal plan it's probably bullshit that's another bad sign and then
1: programming exercise wise oh yeah yeah so yeah first off i used to do this so i'm going to say like back when i started off yeah i was a terrible trainer but everyone's a terrible trainer at the very beginning to a point and then they get better. But then, yeah, you find but the good flaws. ones get better. But what I used to do was I'd have a general idea in my head and each time i met with my client, it was different and it was more uh, improv. Keep in mind, trainers do have to improv a little bit with your program mm-hmm. because if you're at a commercial gym or fitness club, the machine may be in use or there may be no racks open. So they have to adjust it on the fly. But if they have nothing written up, no plan going into the session, then that shows you that that's what you're paying for. That's what you're getting out of it. Is they're improving it, so you it may work. It may not work, but there's no method behind the madness.
3: Yeah, and another really big, you know, tell sign is if they're programming revolves around intensity only like the only focus is how intense can i make this workout how much can i beat the crap out of you if they're bragging about oh my god i can't wait to hear about how sore you are tomorrow or about how much you're sweating if they're telling you that oh they're gonna turn on the heater or they don't want to turn on the fans so you sweat more that's bullshit if they're trying to kill you that's bullshit you know and i i've seen that so much and it i cringe or if so they keep promoting
1: insight. you, push through the pain like you, you squat, and like and you tell them, "My knees are hurting me, my back's hurting me." I'm like, yeah, that's normal. Just keep pushing through it. No, because that, that's <laughs> boy, your, your body boy. hurting is telling you something is fucked up. That yeah. you need to. You use heard thick. a pop?
0: Ah,
3: it's nothing. Yeah. If you if you develop back so pain, pushing through it. Yeah, if you develop back pain and they're just like, "All right, I mean, just keep going, you just push through it." Holy shit! You fucking run, get out of there! <laughs> so that is
1: crazy. So this happened to me. Last year But this would be a good example Of what a good trainer Would do in this situation I gave a client a workout That just made her throw up It was way too much <laughs> for her So I stopped everything like, Of okay, course are, Andrew Well I was like Are, are you good And I'm like, Okay yeah I'm good Okay so it's that was a, a fuck up a good workout. Like I really <laughs> fucked that up And I, like, I told her upfront In these words I fucked up I should not have given you that That's on me I'm not charging you for this Because you did not pay for this Let's reevaluate Where, where you are at and I'm going to make a different program for you. So if the trainer owns up to when they fuck up oh, yeah. and they mm-hmm. openly say, like, yeah, I just fucked you over. Yeah. And then find a way to balance it out. That's a sign that you have a better trainer that's more genuine, that they're about you.
3: Yeah. And, and if they're not personalizing your stuff, like, you do a squat and you do it wrong, and they're like, oh, hold on, let's do try this. And just trying to fine-tune you in the middle of the workout. If they don't do that, that's – I mean, so if they – actually because me i'll see someone they're squatting and you know what those ankles are looking a little tight let's actually work so hold on let's work on that they'll fix it then you get in a good squat that's a good sign right there off that adaptability is just
4: so important when it comes to personal training if your trainer cannot adapt to your pains to how you're feeling then dear god get away from that because it's just it's not going to help you you're not going to as a as an own person like trying to work out by yourself you're not going to be able to adapt yeah you're going to be not s- to adapt. you're
3: going to be spinning your tires and getting yeah. nowhere and lose and just you know throwing your money away
1: and then here's the biggest giveaway if they seem distracted in your session like they're on their phone they're checking girls out they're not paying attention to you as you lift they're a fuck up of a trainer
3: yeah now throw them away
1: the only thing to keep in mind i don't know if noel does this but my programs are on my phone all my clients, but the, you can look at and I'll openly show them what I'm doing on my phone that it's your program. I don't have money to print everything out. So it's all on the internet. Yeah, yep. That's the one exception. But if I'm sitting there, I'm texting someone um, on social media, no, they're not invested. They're not there for you. They're distracted, in which case, why are you paying them? Yeah.
2: And that's the whole thing. Like, you know, if they have you and pick you as a trainer, it's because they have their trust in you. Yeah. And if the, the whole reason why you're whole thing's going to work is if if they trust you everything's solid yeah because
3: yeah. you, you got to develop a trust and but you got to know who to trust too
4: so and that exactly. relates straight to your physical therapy it's yeah. the same thing yep
1: now how do you know if you have a good trainer well if they're on this podcast
3: uh, yep. hit us up chances are it's good yeah yeah if, especially if his name's noel you probably got a good trainer Swo-
1: Swo-no. <laughs> Swo-no. We, we got oh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew nakamoto this would we
3: be a good Chris time to uh mention
4: you guys your online training
1: oh yeah yeah online training so that is still going I actually have gotten a few more uh, DMs it's kind and of picking up a little about. bit yeah, yeah. yeah. so Hype we're still, still doing that again the programs are built for the individual it will be based on the month so payments are not by session it's by the month I can meet with you as many times as you need or as few times as you want I don't know why you'd want less because that's to me that seems like a waste have you met you Ah, my, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) But my main idea is that programs are based on what you want or what what you need, want, and what your goals specifically are. And throughout the week, we do either texting, phone call, voice chat, whatever medium of communication it works best for the individual. And I will always be adjusting the program. And you get access to it. Because it makes no sense for me just to have to text you every single fucking day what to do dm my boys
0: we out. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to the nerds and iron podcast don't forget to give us a follow at nerds and Iron underscore podcast. And remember, we are offering online training with the one and only Knack Attack Fit. Andrew, you can follow him at Knack Attack Fit or at Iron Nerd Moto. You could follow Noel at Noel Cast iron Fit. You could follow Chris at cbrandt42. You could follow Thomas at Thomas underscore Ratana 34. And you can follow me at brownpsycho100. And you can follow my YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.